Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that we can spend time together to learn about the end time. We're going to talk about the judgments of God. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that you love us. You want to feed us with good spiritual food, and we want to learn and understand your ways and your will, Father. Lord, please anoint us, Lord, to receive your truth and to understand what you want to show us, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. In this lesson, I would like to talk about the judgments. In the previous lesson, we learned that resurrection will happen when Jesus come back the second time. The believers who had passed away would be resurrected, and we call the resurrection of the just. And after a thousand years. Of ruling on the earth by the Lord Jesus Christ, the second resurrection happened to the unjust. The resurrection happened to the man physical body before the judgment happened, and judgment necessitates resurrection. All men will stand before the judgment seat of God. Scripture mentions the fact of temporal judgment. Upon individuals and nation, at the same time, we cannot consider it as final. There are temporary judgments on human beings who commit sin or who rebel against God while they are living on this earth. There is, however, a final judgment of both the righteous and the wicked, in which their true character, attitude, and their lifestyle and action are made known to the universe. And their final destiny is determined by the final judgment accordingly. There are three aspects of judgment. Number one, judgment of the past, or the judgment at the cross. At the cross, judgment was legally and judicially executed upon Satan and his host. The sins of the whole world were judged by Christ's death. Jesus Christ at the cross. Bore the sins and the punishment of sin on his body. All who believe in Jesus have passed from death to life because Christ was judged for them. Wow, this is a good news. I don't have to face death in hell because Jesus Christ paid the price of my sin. The second kind of judgment is we call judgment in the present time, or why people are living on this earth, or temporal judgment. A present judgment is going on. In this earth, generation after generation, God steps in and judges the sins of men. The believer is to judge himself, so that he will not come into judgment with the world. God also divinely disciplines and chastens His children when they rebel and sin against Him, and they do not want to repent. I myself don't want to face God's discipline or judgment. Therefore, we should examine our life every single day 
and repent of our sin every day. God loves us so much. That's why He disciplines us who are believers, so that we will not be judged by Him in the end time with the unbelievers. The third kind of judgment we call the future or the final judgment. Judgment will happen with the absolute justice of God. Hebrews chapter nine verse twenty-seven. The Bible say, "And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment." So we're going to look in the detail about the judgment together by reading many, many passages of the Scripture. It's good to know about the judgment. Let's look at the first thing: the day of judgment. The day of judgment is the great. Reckoning day when God will bring all men before His throne to give an account of their life, how they live their life on earth. They need to give the account. I need to give the account to God as well. And you one day gonna stand before Jesus and give your account to God. Every man will have to stand at the judgment seat of God. In Acts chapter seventeen, verse thirty-one, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man, capital M, by the man. Man here is Jesus Christ, whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Jesus was crucified. He died. He was put in the tomb, and three days later, he came back to life. He was raised from the dead, and he is the living God. He is at the right hand of the Father, and one day, all men will stand before the judgment seat of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus will judge all men. Romans chapter two verse sixteen: In the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ. According to my gospel, one day all men will be judged by Jesus Christ, according to their motive, their attitude, how they live, what they say. God will judge all human beings, and we all need to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Second Peter chapter three verse seven, but the heavens and the earth. Which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire, until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. There will be a day of judgment. One day we're going to face that judgment. All of us, God will really tell us what kind of rewards we get. What kind of things we do? Why we have so much reward or little rewards? He keep record of our attitude and motive and actions, what we have done on this earth. We gonna have to give an account to him on that day. There will be an appointed day of judgment for the believer and for the unbeliever. Second Corinthians chapter five verse ten. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. We here mean believers. We believers must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according 
to what he has done, whether good or bad. My dear brother and sister, I would like to encourage all of you: don't just focus on the things in this life. What kind of job you do? What kind of education you have? How much salary you get? A nice house you have? A nice car? A vacation? Yes, God wants us to enjoy life. God wants us to have more than enough, super abundant life, so that we can do all the good things and we can be the blessing to the nations. But remember this: one day we will leave this world. We all will die, and we're going to stand before Jesus, and He will. Really, judges how much reward we get. We serve Him and we serve the church and people with the right motive or not. We will be judged one day. The day of judgment will come, and when we get the rewards in heaven, those rewards will never fade away. It's a permanent, eternal rewards from God. Please. Live your life for eternity as well, not just only for this temporary world. Romans chapter fourteen verse ten. But why do you judge your brother? Why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all, no exception, we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. No one can avoid this. Situation, everybody, whatever nationality, background, or in any century, all people of human history will stand before the judgment seat of Christ one day, at the day of judgment, and there will be the appointed judge. His name is Jesus Christ. This is why. We should live our life for the Lord Jesus. He is our judge. We want to please Him. We want to obey Him, serve Him, live our life for the name of Jesus, for His glory, for people to praise Him and believe in Him and follow Him. John chapter five verses twenty-two to twenty-seven. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to His Son, that all should honor the Son. Just as they honor the Father, he who does not honor the Son, the Son means Jesus Christ, does not honor the Father who sent Him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in Him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you. The hour is coming, and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. So those who believe in Jesus, repent of their sin, serve Him, will live for eternity. For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son to have life in Himself, and has given Him authority. The Lord Jesus Christ. Receive the authority from the Father to execute judgment, also because He is the Son of Man. The Judge of all mankind is the Lord Jesus Christ. I would like to encourage you to believe in Jesus. You treat Him as the Son of the Living God, as your Lord, your Savior, your Master, your Judge. Please Him, 
make him happy, make him smile. I myself love Jesus so much; He died for me, and I want to serve Him all the days of my life. I want to give Him all the glory and honor and praises, and I want to make Him smile at me. I will stand before Him one day. I have never seen Him, but I will see Him face to face one day. Second Timothy chapter four verse one. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom. Jesus will judge the living and the dead at His second coming. Hebrews chapter twelve verse twenty-three to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Who are registered in heaven, to God, the Judge of all, to the spirits of just men, made perfect. The Bible says that God is the Judge. God the Father assigned this job of being the Judge to mankind to His Son Jesus Christ. Acts chapter seventeen verse thirty-one, because He has appointed a day on which. He would judge the world in righteousness by the man, capital N, capital M, whom he has ordained. Who is this man, capital M? The Lord Jesus Christ. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. As a man, Jesus never sinned. Jesus overcame all temptations. In all points, and he can sympathize us when we face trials, hardships, and temptations. He also can give us the power to overcome temptation. At the same time, Jesus is equal to God, and therefore he was a just man who can make the right judgment for the Father. Jesus is our Lord. Jesus is our Savior. He is our Healer. He is our Savior, He is our Master. He is our Creator, our God, and He is our Judge. And this is why we live a life that pleases Him, and we want to really honor Him all the days of our life. In conclusion, there will be the Day of Judgment. All men will be judged by God one day, and Jesus Christ will be the Judge on that day. The heavenly Father assigned its job to the Lord Jesus Christ. There will be an appointed purpose in this judgment. What are the purposes of this judgment in the end time? Number one, to reveal the true character of each person. Man can pretend. Man can put the mask on, lie to you, act like he is sincere. He want to help you, but Inside the heart attitude, the motive, you and I may not see. People can pretend, can act one way, but inside the character may not be godly. But God knows everything. God knows from the inside out. God knows your motive, your attitude. He knows your character. I want to be a man of godly character. I want to have a pure heart. I want to have clean hands, pure motive, and good attitude in serving my family, 
being a good husband, being a pastor, being a neurosurgeon. I want to be right before the eyes of God. I want to do the right things, and I want to have the godly character, the character of Jesus Christ. Matthew ten twenty six say, therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. My brothers and sisters, anything that has been covered or hidden will be revealed on the last day. People can hide something from you. People can pretend. They can act as if they like you, but the motive behind they want your money. They want to take advantage of you. But nothing in the dark can stay in the dark. God gonna bring it to light. God gonna show everything on the day of judgment. This is why we should be sincere toward God. We should not be tricky or had wrong motive. On the inside of us, we should serve the Lord and treat our brother and sister with a pure love and pure motive. Amen. Let's do it now. Let's start to live that life now—the life of holiness, righteousness, and sincerity. First Corinthians chapter four, verse five. Therefore, judge nothing before the time, until the Lord comes, who will both Bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and reveal the counsels of the hearts. Then each one's praise will come from God. My brother and sister, let us stand before God on that day, and Jesus will say, "Good, faithful servant, you serve me, you serve my people, you evangelize, you make disciples, you build the church." You go to church and worship me with a good attitude because you love me sincerely. Because you have the fear of God in your heart, you have no bad hidden agenda. You're very sincere to me and to other people. Wow, my sons, my daughter, come into my kingdom, and these are your rewards. I expect that that I would hear. That kind of comment, I would hear on the day of judgment. Not only to reveal man's real character, the judgment will bring the determination of the value of all the works of men. In First Corinthians chapter three, verse thirteen, each one works will become clear. For the day will declare it, the day of judgment, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. You can see, we live on earth, we go to work, we earn the income for the family, we go to church, we serve God, we may cook food and bring to people, we may visit the sick in the hospital, or we. Go on a mission trip to bless people in another city or another nation. We all do some work, and on the last day, when the judgment time comes, our works for God and for other people will be judged. God will reveal to us that our works are pure or not. 
come out from the right motive and attitudes or not. Our works are done because we really love Him, or because we are forced to do, or because we want money. What kind of motive we have when we work for God and when we live our life to take care of other people? God gonna reveal what is behind our works. Okay, so God is so just and righteous. He's gonna judge us with His righteousness, and we need to really shape up our life now. We need to examine our heart every day, making sure that we serve Him and we do things for Him with the right motive. And we're gonna do the best for God. Everything we do for God, we are not sloppy. We don't do things just to get by. We're gonna be excellent in serving the Lord and do anything in this life. Not only that, the judgment will happen so that God can render public reward or public punishment as men are not always punished or rewarded in this life. Some people have done so good in this life, but they have not received much reward from human beings. Some people may live a really wicked life, but no one see that he is being punished on earth. He try to get by. But on that day, we're going to see the public reward and public punishment. Matthew chapter 16, 27. For the Son of Man will come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and then He will reward each according to His works. God will reward you when you serve Him, you live a life of integrity, you give tithe to the Lord, to the church, you evangelize, you sow the seed, you help people to grow, you help the poor, the widow, or the orphans, and you are faithful in doing things you are called to do in His kingdom. Everything you do for Him, all the works, God will reward you. You don't have to worry about the future because God keeps record of everything you do for Him. Is it wonderful? It's wonderful. I am so glad that I worship the faithful and just God. Romans chapter 2, 6-9 Who will render to each one according to his deeds? Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek. You can see from this scripture, God reward those who do good, who obey Him, serve Him, and follow His will. But He gonna punish and bring judgment to those who rebel against him, reject him, and do evil things. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, And behold, I, mean Jesus, am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Reward everyone according to his work. Yes, we are saved by grace. We can go to heaven and our sins are forgiven because we have faith in Jesus. 
we have faith in what He did for us at the cross and at the whipping post. We believe and we repent. So our salvation comes by faith, but the rewards come by work because God is just and fair to believers. One believe in Jesus and has done nothing for God, just being lazy, staying home, watching TV, never giving to the poor, never serving the Lord, never doing anything for God. Another believer love the Lord. Yes, his sin is forgiven too. His name is recorded in the book of life, but he spent his time, energy, money to serve the Lord, building the kingdom, going to church, going on the mission trip, helping the poor, getting involved in the ministry, using his gift and talents to build the kingdom. Definitely, out of justice, this second man who has done a lot of work for Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. With a pure motive, out of love and faith and loyalty, will get more reward than the first man that I give example here. And I believe you are this group of people. You are those who love the Lord, serve the Lord. You should give your talents to serve the Lord. God justice will be acknowledged and vindicated on that day. Everyone gonna see the justice of God on the day of judgment. You cannot give bribe to God, put money under the table, and say, "God, I give you one thousand dollars, and you're gonna give me the crowd. You're gonna give me big reward. I pay you." You cannot do those things to God because God is just, and He will not trade. Any bribe or any money from anybody to buy him, so that he will do something, or he can just ignore your sin. You cannot bribe God. Revelation nineteen one to two. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, "Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God." For true and righteousness are His judgments. You see, His judgments are true and righteous. No lies, no tricky thing. He is just and righteous because He has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and He has avenged on her the blood of His servants shed by her. There will be appointed principle. And standards of judgment as well. God has His standards in His judgment, and also He has godly principles in His judgment. Men will be judged with righteous judgment. Acts chapter seventeen verse thirty-one, because He has appointed a day on which He will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom He has ordained. Again, He judged the world. By righteousness, Psalm ninety-six verse thirteen, for He is coming, for He is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with His truth. Are you glad that our God is very just, righteous, and holy, and 
He will bring judgment with justice and righteousness and also the truth. In this world, there is no justice. In this world, people may not be fair to you. People may abuse you, cheat you. People may mistreat you, falsely accuse you. People can lie and make false evidences and become false witnesses. But for God, He knows everything. He will not listen to false witnesses. He will not make up false evidences. He is just and righteous. Thanks be to God. I'm glad. I worship and serve the righteous God. Men will be judged according to God's holy standards, not man's standards. In man's standards, we like this person. He makes a mistake. Oh, okay. Uh, you can get by. But I don't like this person. If he make one mistake, I fire you. I'm gonna punish you. God has His holy standards. Romans chapter two verse six and verses ten to eleven. <clears throat> Who will render to each one according to his deeds? Verse ten. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For is, there is no partiality with God. Our God will not play favoritism or prejudice or partiality. He is just and righteous and good and full of truth. Revelation 22 verse 12, And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Again, he is just and fair. If you work hard for him, you work faithfully, you spend your time, you are willing to do anything God calls you to do, even sweeping the floor or cooking or washing dishes, anything God calls you to do, and you do it faithfully and diligently and excellently, God said, I'm going to reward you big time. But people who don't take responsibility, just take it easy, put their gifts and their talents under the ground and complain, 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 or take advantage of the church and try to use people to do good to them. They never give. They go to church to only receive, 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 never serve anybody. God knows. And that person's reward will be very limited. You see, God is just. Men will be judged according to their attitudes and motives as well, not just only the actions or the works that people can see. John chapter 12, verse 48. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. Luke chapter 12, verses 8 to 9. Also I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him, the Son of Man, also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. You can see here that God really see the attitude, the heart of men, whether they believe or they reject God 
or they serve God or do things with the right attitude or motive or not. God look deep into the heart. Men will be judged by the infallible and omniscient judge, Jesus Christ. There will be no chance of mistaken judgment because God knows all the hidden facts, all the hidden deeds, motive, and thoughts of men. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 14. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. God knows everything. Man may not know everything. You may not even know yourself. This is why we need the Holy Spirit to convict us and reveal to us our hidden motive and attitude. Why we're doing this? Why we're going there? God needs to reveal to us whether we are sincere and walk with God in humility and in love or not. Men will be rewarded or punished in different degrees. We're all going to receive rewards at a different level, different degrees. And people who got punished will be punished in a different degrees as well. Luke chapter 19, 16 to 19. Then came the first saying, Master, your mina has earned ten minas. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. And the second came saying, Master, your mina has earned five minas. Likewise, he said to him, You also be over five cities. You see that these two men received different levels of rewards. Luke chapter 12, verses 47 to 48. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know yet committed things deserving of stripes shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. For example, I know the Bible more than my church members. I'm talking about in general. Some church members may know the Bible more than me. I have been a Christian for a long time. So God expects me to really obey the scripture and live a good, righteous life before him. When I was a new believer, I did not know much what God said in the Bible. I make so many mistakes. I miss God here and there. God understood me at that time because I did not know much. But when I know more, God give me more authorities, anointing, and power. He expects from me more. So his judgment will be fair to everybody. If you want to be a preacher, you want to know of the Bible, definitely he expects you to serve him more, expect you to obey more, because that is the way God is. He is very just. All men, both good and bad, will be judged, and they will be eternally separated into two categories or two classes, the cheap and the goats. The cheap are the believers, born-again Christians, and the goats are those who don't follow Jesus. Matthew 25, 33. 
and he would set the chief on his right hand, but the goats on the left. The Bible called these two groups of people the just and the wicked. Okay, the chief, the goats, the just and the wicked. Matthew thirteen forty nine. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth, separated the wicked from among the just. The Bible say that believers are the saints, and those that obey not the gospel are another group of people. The saints and those who don't obey the gospel. Second Thessalonians chapter one verses eight to ten, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God. Those who don't know God, those who reject God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You notice one thing: God expects people to not just believe but obey too. True Christians, real born again Christians, will obey the command of Jesus Christ. This shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power when He comes. In that day, the day of judgment, to be glorified in His saints and to be admired among all those who believe, because our testimony among you was believed. So this scripture, Thessalonians, talk about those who reject the gospel, disobey the gospel, and those who believe, and the Bible calls them the saints. The Bible also. Talk about these two group of people: those who will be eternally blessed, and those who will be eternally cursed. Matthew twenty-five, thirty-four, and forty-one. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, "Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world." Then he will also say, verse forty-one. To those on the left hand, depart from me, you curse, into the everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. You can see that two groups of people: the saint and those who reject the gospel, the cheap, the goats, the just, and the wicked. Those who will be eternally blessed, and those who will be eternally condemned. The two destinies. Will be either heaven or hell. So we can see here that the Bible talk a lot about the final judgments here. I believe that you learn so many things here, and I pray that you and I one day will be in the group of the sheep. And when we stand before Jesus, He will say, "Wow." You love me so much. You walk by faith. You serve me. You give. You bless people. You go to church. You share the gospel. You spend your time, your money, and energy to make disciples to build my kingdom. You're so faithful. I'm very impressed with you. And this is your reward. Here, your mansion. Look at the big truck full of rewards. In heaven, waiting for you. I pray that all of my friends and my relative whom I love will not be in the second group. Those who reject and disobey the gospel. This is why I work so hard to preach the gospel 
to be a good example to people who don't know Jesus Christ, so that they will turn around and turn away from sin and follow Jesus and become a born again Christian, and they will start to grow up spiritually to become strong. Faithful disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, and one day they will go to heaven with me, and they will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and receive a lot of rewards. My brother and sister, in my heart, I want to share the gospel, tell people about Jesus, be a good example to people, be the salt and the light of the world. I work so hard to make disciple, to teach you, to train people. Around me, whom God put into my life in my territory. Not just that they will have salvation, they will have blessing on earth. They shall be blessed, and the blessing go down to the thousand generation. But my goal also is that my brothers and sisters, whom God put around me in New Hope International Church or all over the world, shall serve the Lord with the right motive, with faithfulness, with the right heart, and all of my brothers and sisters. Will receive big reward in heaven, because I know one day all of my brothers and sister that I associate with or serve the Lord with, and I myself will stand before the Lord. I will continue to talk about the final judgments next time. Please listen to this teaching a few times so that you understand. The biblical principles of God judgments in the end time to all human being. God bless you. Let's pray together that we will receive rewards, and we will be pleasing to the Lord, and He will smile at us in the end time. Father, we know, Lord, we're going to be resurrected one day. Our resurrected body will join with our spirit. And one day we believers will stand before the judgment seat of Christ, and we know that your judgment will be righteous and true. And Lord, I pray that all of my brothers and sisters who serve the Lord with me, who come into fellowship with me, my family members, my children and grandchildren, will walk with you and serve you faithfully with the right motive and right heart, Lord. Send your fire to burn any wrong motive or any demonic power in their life, and your people will be revived, will be on fire, and live a life worthy of the gospel, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. Wow, God bless you. I'm so glad that we can spend time reading all these scriptures together. I will see you in the next session, and please listen to the previous teaching in this. Siri, the doctrines of the last things, learning about the end time. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. So